We got another episode of Ask the Boss featuring Doug Miller and Patrick Mini Thighs Mabe. Coming at you hot. Okay, okay, enough with the talk, and it's time to crush it. Ask the Boss episode number six. Six. I think it's number six. Number six. North Carolina number six. Let's go. My name is Patrick. This is Doug, and over there is Aaron. And Brandon Wallace is calling me now. Mm hmm. Tell him to get that surgery. Brandon Wattis, we're on Ask the Boss. Like, literally just started. You want to you say hi? I don't. Say I hi. Don't. So, Brandon Wattis is one of the athletes for CORE. He just tore, <laughs> he just tore his shit up. And uh, he's, he's... Seeking our professional He advice. thinks that he should go through with competing with uh, oh, Mr. Spot. America with a torn bicep. And uh, I said, nope, you should drop out immediately and get that shit fixed. And now he calls me. And now he's calling Pat. For my advice. That's, that's all true. I got... Right here. Yep. Uh, Pat nodded his head. He said, yes, I agree with you, Mr. Douglas. <laughs> very true. It's very true. I can call you later, though, Brandon. Yep, for sure, Pat. I appreciate it. All right, dude. Sounds good. Get that surgery. Like, why would you wait? I mean, I get it. But, like, you're, you're going to be less than your best... At Mr. America anyways, and, like, he's still young. He's not even, what is he, not even 30? He's, like, 30 years old. So, like, why not get that shit fixed now and come back next year or the year after? Those are questions that, you know. And then, and then document the process of the comeback, you know, so he has content for his clients, you know, and his business. Right. When's the, when's the competition? October. Oh, Mr. America. Look, Mr. America official just joined this. Man, this is so intense. this is intense. This is uh, they're probably like, dude, shut your mouth. They're like, don't we tell him to drop it. So my America. advice to Brandon was to drop out of the Mr. America competition. Because so they're guess, doing like a big video so series. Like, hold on, on. While we're in this, we should preface it a little bit. So All right, Brandon's preface. an athlete who's also getting filmed. That's the big thing. Yes. He's getting documented uh, the journey to the Mr. America, which there's probably a lot of pressure. You know, there's, you know, I don't know if there's a contract that's involved that he's got to fulfill. If he doesn't, I don't know the details, but... He is supposed to be on their documentary series for the Mr. America competition. Well, he was filming, and he tore his bicep when he was filming. Right, right. So, I think that's part of the. I think that's part of the the docu series, right? Like document, like this is what happens, like the the, the ugly side. And rainbows. It, yeah, it's not all just bikinis and banana hammocks. It's like and muscles. And it's tan re- and it's oil real life, and, right? Yeah, it's not just. Yeah. So I think that would be good, and then you could, you could even docu- document the surgery. See, this is, and then I'm also going to preface Mr. Douglas' reasoning behind this, and his absolute goal in life is to get everybody to not compete. That is not true at all. <laughs> uh, he said his health is the most important thing at this point, and I totally agree. So, like, I, I guess he's trying to justify. You should get the surgery within six weeks of the tear, right? And he would have to wait like ten or eleven so he weeks. Got a full tear. Uh huh. Off the bonage. Full distal tear, or whatever that means. And he was you know? doing all that flexing with that tear. Yeah, I know. So, like, it would only... I mean, I guess it can't get worse. It's already completely torn. But, like, that just can't be good. So, like, if it's over a month... If it's, like, a month away... or You're going to get more scar tissue in there, and it becomes, it's the, the sooner the better. Right? Like, if he tries to compete, so... Yeah, maybe he just has a permanent, like, you know... Ball? Ball. Yeah. Which could be cool. Yeah. Could be. Might win you a show. So he should talk to Ron Parmiter, who also tours bicep. Remember that? He do that in a. He didn't do that in a prep though. Uh, I don't think so. But I don't know. I, my my opinion is he he should um, torn biceps, man. He should just take care of it. I mean, he's uh, young. He can come back next year. It can make it part of the docu series. There's good content around it. And why are we even talking about all this when we haven't even thanked our sponsors, America Energy? Uh, thank you, America Energy. Yeah, oh. Got to get in there. Aaron's double fisting. Oh, I get all of it. <laughs> It's a strange one. It's, no, he fit right in. Like we never, knew, we didn't know this. Oh, he said this is about one year anniversary of the uh, TNS show or TNS uh, event that we did last year. Oh, his interview. He, yeah, his uh, yeah. interview. His yeah. casting couch. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's been a year, man. It's been a Crazy. year. It's been fast. It has we gone had fast. No idea. Yeah, he was a weirdo. All right, so we have to be efficient today. We only have forty five minutes. Usually, yep. we bullshit for a long time. So, do you want to get into... Subdates! 
He's good. This is good. I don't yeah. even need a button to push anymore. No. I got it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, wrong one. <laughs> we were talking. We got the uh, TV working over here. They were like, you want to watch Ask the Boss? I'm like, hell no. No, no. <laughs> All you're going to hear is... Oh, yeah. But we don't push the buttons that often. It used to be worse. Like oh, it's way worse. You go to the nutrition corner, and they're playing it, if, and you hear nothing but... So we had stuff. we had the first run of Ask the Boss, and then we had the weekly version of Ask the Boss, which went up to like 50 episodes. So we had like 40 episodes, and then we went up to 50 episodes, and then we started over when we moved to North Carolina. Yeah. So there's like three iterations of Ask the Boss. Yeah. And the first one morphed from me with a cell phone to Bobby doing like... CGI, 3D, <laughs> like green screen, running from running Jurassic from Park. We had, uh, remember we did that to Arnold with the microphone? We out here. Yeah, I wonder how long it took him. It used to take him. I know it was at least like two full days. Like, it was pretty much the Like 20-some hours to, to edit one <laughs> That's crazy. episode of Ask the Boss. I thought five, like five Did you ever see our long. lightsaber fight? If you go back and see, there was one where we, we were pretending to have lightsabers. Bruh. So he put them in every single frame. I'm gonna ask him what episode that is. I'm gonna watch it. Oh, I'm sure. Just do like, like uh, Doug Miller, uh, ask the boss uh, Star Wars. He learned a lot. He did learn a lot. We pushed him to be a better videographer. Yeah, because like that was, from what I understand, that was like his first real exposure to like video and like really getting into it too. Yeah, editing yeah. process yeah. too. Yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm. he's mainly photography before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going a long way. Well, well, how, so are well you, how about that? Well, are you getting more photography? Ex- yeah. Oh yeah. Experience. Yeah. Being for here? sure. Yeah, See? absolutely. Yeah. We make people better here. That's right. Yeah. All right, so we, we got a condensed episode, so updates. We're going through it? Yeah. All right, live it. on the website right now on Corner Nutritionals is the Fury Pump Stack. You get this beautiful jumbo staker with that staker? Staker. Staker with that stack for 85 bucks. 85 So that is live. Okay. Arms Race, big launch this week. I think it's doing pretty well. Commodities. Commodities. Basics. Basics. Sorry. Sorry. Basics. Core Core has commodities. Arms Race has basics. So we have citrulline, glutamine, creatine, and EAAs. And um, can you buy that stack all in one? You can. You save 20 bucks. Sweet. So I think it's the whole stack is like 90 or something. And you guys know that there is a creatine shortage right now. So like finally, I know our stores, literally Vigor was like the only creatine, and obviously like Fury, right? A pre-workout yeah. was only, was the only like non-stem creatine product we had in our stores, um, the nutrition corners. And so like, um, having a bulk creatine back in stock and I think Coors creatine is coming back in stock soon too, very soon within a week. So we'll be doing a commodity deal there as well. Um, with an increased price. Yes. Cause creatine is three times what it used to be. Yeah. All right. So uh, deal next week for core. Deal next week. Z's is back in stock. Z's has been out of stock for a little while, and that's one of our little nichier, popular products. Yeah, I saw that. Um, that's for sure. I like that. Yeah, anyways, Z's, you grab one for map, $39.99. You grab two for $75, and we're going to throw in that ceramic mug that looks pretty. On These the are right. They're really nice. So and that's next week. Big launch. Big launch next week is Red, White, and Boom. The America Labs rebranded. Uh, pre-workout, incredible formula, uh, six grams citrulline, five grams creatine, 3.2 beta alanine, one gram of tyrosine, 600 KSM 66, 350 caffeine, 300 alpha GPC, 254 vaso drive AP, 100 theobromine, 100 zoom XR, and 10 milligrams of 1% hooperzine A. Uh, so it's pretty high stim, 420 plus other stimulants, great pump, great taste. Um, the labels have so many different elements in them, just like very similar, you can see, to our energy drinks. So the looks are very similar. So this is the first of the rebrand America Labs. America Labs is back. We will be better than ever. Um, so that's a big deal. That's a I, great product. I think we got to film. It's, it's an awesome pre-workout. I think uh, we got to f- do some filming this week. We're yeah. going to do a, like a little shows. La- launch yeah. video. Smoke shows. We got to buy a four-wheeler. I think we do. Yeah. Can we be able to buy a four-wheeler? So I was thinking you could just be in the bed of my truck with the flamethrower. Ooh, let's just do that. Is it, let's make. Let's be wise on the four-wheeler decision. Is the yeah. truck going to be moving? But the, we're definitely totally. getting a four-wheeler oh, on company money. 
Yeah, but like sure. until then, you just you know put around in your truck. I'll just be in the back for the bed for somebody. Yeah, you want to you want to strap if we, up? If we can, uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, I don't really want to strap it up. I know you have like a limited runtime with the flamethrower, but if we can like work it out right, we're I gonna can, do the napalm in this. Uh, like I can get some stuff from the ground with a camera, and then I can fly the drone and get some like aerial view of it. Too. Ooh, yeah. like it. Yeah, maybe we need somebody else to learn how to. We all need. Well, so like somebody else needs to shoot the flamethrower because in the story of the video we're doing, you're the like the opposite Maybe, guy. I, mean, I think it's Dave's time. I mean, he he. Oh man, he's trying to learn how to drive Pubesa. Yeah, so we almost he's trying to start died. it in reverse. So well, let's give him a little gym update. Well, so we we got America uh, arms race court. All right, that was it. That was it. That's that was a that's a short update. That's a short update. So we went to a used gym store today and picked up some equipment. Uh, that's the name for those got guys. some really cool you got some pieces for your home gym we got like uh some little accessories like um a bumper plate holder type thing um we were really going for i've been looking for a specific vintage life fitness laying leg curl it's my favorite it's not like the newest one it's the one like one before yep. it's awesome i forget what line it is it's awesome and dude it is it is in great condition so it came from georgia bulldogs uh i like think that's cool locker room so we'll have to clean that up a little buy new some new pads but uh awesome laying leg curl and the funny thing is when we were walking around i was like what is that over in the corner we found a red center drive like flex selectorized laying leg curl so we brought Bought two leg leg curls. I got an incredible deal. It had the pads were like destroyed. They have like duct tape on them and stuff like that. But I was like, dude, we can replace them for two hundred bucks. And uh, this piece, I mean, we can flip this piece for over two grand. It's and, and but I, I don't want to flip it because it's amazing. And the fact that it was already red, yeah, is just it was like that little just twinkle in my eye that you saw over in the corner because that was a piece that I was always wanting. So now. We have one, two. We have so many three, hamstrings. Four. Like if you don't have hamstrings we and you train at the Crush Coliseum, you have no excuse. Four lying hamstring yeah. machines. You have. Well, we're gonna get rid of the Nautilus seated. Now. You can get rid of the hamstrings. <laughs> you got one kneeling, one standing. Yeah. Yeah. So that and makes some, and two like really good glute pieces. Yeah, but they're not like isolated. So yeah. there's yeah. like eight. Yeah, eight hammies. Eight just ice. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm. That's a Doug Miller gym. So here's the deal: we if we hit, let's set a number. If we hit X amount of members, because we have to cap it too, because we we can't. We've had so much interest in this gym that like I we have to cap it because it's seven thousand square feet. So I think if we hit three hundred members, I'll start working on building a building in the front as a freestanding gym. Within what time period? To show the interest, like because that means that. Before the end of the year. Okay. <coughs> yeah. So 300 quickly. 300 quickly shows that there's a lot of interest, right? right. Like the demand is there. And we've had so many people coming through. Like, oh, I got five people. That I are mean, Brian knows 300 people. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. throws backyard barbecues with 300 people. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, so I think we can, uh, I think we should do that. So we also got a flex, uh, so that was a cable laying leg curl. This is a belt. So you know how my yeah, yeah. like my ham track, there's a belt. Where's this the is ham tractor here? It's our first belt, and it does have a little bit of a creak. But like all the belts have creaks. Like like my ham I tractor with the belt has a creak, oh, it but does. it's so smooth. And again, it's red. So we can almost get rid of the body master's chest press. But I kind of want to just now that we found a powder coater and somebody. Did you hear that? Hear the update yeah, there? Yeah, I talked to Tyler. He said, uh, "Dude, so it's cheap." We, I told him, I was like, dude, we would never have this opportunity if we were in Northern Virginia. Like, how are you just going to find people to come out? Yeah. And here's the crazy thing. We were kind of complaining about people because there's some projects here that we want to have done today. Like, we've, we've talked to five people to do mirrors, and everyone seems flaky. Well, literally today, we had somebody come to tell us how much it would cost to paint the wires in the gym because the alarm security company screwed that up so they're going to pay for it anyways but they came within 24 hours of being yeah. contacted willie's a, a new willie a new uh mirror guy who seems really good so i'm very confident that he's he might get the job That's good recommendation good recommendation yeah brian likes joe he's a good recommendation but so i like high. i like joe too and his son plays with my son so it's gonna be a little bit awkward when i don't give him the job but like he quoted He'll three three grand over he qu quoted three grand over what the next 
closest quote was. Yeah. So like business is business. Like th- I'm not just going to give you a charity. I don't know you to give you three grand in charity, right? Like yep. that doesn't make sense. It's maybe stupid. It's not fair to us. Right. So, um, so that's two contractors. So that's two contractors. And then yesterday we had a guy, a powder coater come through who runs an awesome operation. Dude, he does Teflon for like aerospace and like missiles and stuff like that. I don't know if I can even talk about that stuff, but um, so it's pretty sweet. Bleep that up. Yeah, he he does these really cool. So he's a really good powder coater, yeah. right? Uh, and his rates were super reasonable. The only thing was, um, we had to find somebody to take it apart. And honestly, I just don't want to take our guys out of the warehouse to take it apart when it's not their specialty, anyways. Right. We don't. We would just be troubleshooting. Right. So uh, he's like, "Well, give me a day or two, and I'll find somebody." So I guess a guy came back today, one yeah. of his employees, Third who was going to do it on the on his downtime, like after work, who would and take them apart and he would be the guy actually powder coating them at work. And then he would come back and put them back together for us. And the all in price on it, that would be like, it would be twice that in Northern Virginia. It was yeah. a very fair rate. Yeah. Like it, it was, makes me want to powder coat anything that and isn't did they tell you that they might want to buy the racks. No. So man, yeah. CODG. So, so we might be, can able we to, get a, we might be able to flip these yeah. And then Tyler was like, and knowing Doug, he's probably going to end up bartering. So, you know, like, <laughs> so. Uh, well, so the uh, he did talk to me about one thing that they're considering getting into. And he's like, I would, t- I'd like to talk to you about it because I know you know a lot of people is uh, refurbishing gym stuff from start to finish. Replacing all the bearings, all the nuts and rusted nuts and bolts, all that stuff. The rubber stoppers, the cables, you know, fully restoring pieces of equipment. I have people ask me all the time. Like, hey, who restored your ham tractor? Hey, who built your AFS? And, like, I can't um, – Mike, who did that for me, like, that was just kind of like a, a favor. Yeah. That was, right? Like, that was, like, a favor. He can't take on that business. Man, we would have so much business to, to send him. Well, and if we're, like – Flipping stuff. I mean, today, yeah, like, you walked in, you found two flex machines that you weren't planning on buying that you could – if you weren't attached to them, which you are – you could, you could flip them, but we might be able to do that with the body masters. You know, like, those body masters, yeah. we'll get them powder coated and sprayed, and yeah. And now we we created another uh, business relationship with the used gym store. I'm assuming you met the owner, maybe. Yep. Yep. Um, so. um not as big a place as Stevens, right? No. But for us, it makes sense because it's 25 minutes away, and they seem to have a little bit more value stuff. Yeah. Right. Like uh, Steven has a lot more new stuff, uh, where they have a lot more used things. Um, and then the fourth person that's come through today is uh, Laminate Floors. So Laminate Floors is back there right now uh, getting us a quote for the floors. Is that the same guy? That's the guy that Jay guy that, Yeah, Jay and Drew. Recommend. Well, it's funny because the guy who paints the wires also does Laminate Floors. Well, and so he's going to come back. You know, this is what you, why do we move? Huh. For these guys. It's easy to get work done and it's cheaper. But they all talk <laughs> like you're huh. like... Good old boys, you know, they yeah, talk for a good... from the mountains. Just right. know you're not getting anything done if you're here. I, I told Steph the other oh, day, like I was like, stories. well, I didn't even have... I didn't have an office at the time. So now we're moved into the office. I think I got my desk set. I can start, like, putting trash keys on the wall and things like that. But I didn't even have a place to go. I, we were just all kind of working on a table. I was like, I can't get shit done here. But still, even when I'm in the building here, I feel like I just can't get shit done. That's... We talk about this all the time, but that's where... You're going. Right. Yeah, but I just need then people to do the shit. I don't want to go home and do the shit like I've been doing, right? right. Like, I want, I want to just go home. That's, you're <laughs> still in the transition. Right. Yeah, so I need to get there. So, potentially, your new accountant could be coming to visit. and. Yes, this week. Too, She's right? coming this week. There's something else I wanted to update, update, throw that in there. Somebody wants to see a bicep. You want to give him a bicep? Okay. Tuck, health and fitness, give him a bicep. Me? Oh, I'm wearing a Nutrition oh, Factory bicep. shirt. Shout out to Nutrition Factory. Uh... Oh, grand opening in Bellevue over the over Saturday. I'm be honest, it wasn't the most attended event. So why was that not so? Like most times, you when you go to an event, like they're they're always good. So I didn't speak about it to like I didn't ask, I didn't bring it up. Did they feel a little awkward about it? Only like a couple of the vendors like were like, man, it's a little it's a little slow today. But like, um, do you think they felt like I would I, as an I, owner, as a business owner, if I was putting on an event? And I ask all these reps to drive eight hours to come to my thing. I would feel a little bad. You know what I mean? I'd be a little yeah, embarrassed. Yeah, but he did no mention of it. Just mentioning well, they're a good a, partner too. Yeah, mentioning so. all the only at, at the goodbye. It was mentioning of the partnership. They want the they want to bring in the drinks. 
Uh, they want to work a direct thing there, but we're going to figure that part out. I don't think we can. Uh, we really don't have inventory. Um, but overall, it's always good because I made a, I made uh, FaceTime with that store, um, and they're a great partner for us. So they love our protein. They want to expand the protein. Protein's <laughs> hard to get right now. Uh, so I, but it was I, a good event. I just got a text from my, my old training partner, Dan. Cruz. Really? Yeah. Uh, he's got a second baby on the way. And one of the things he's like, I'm hearing that there's all these like plastic and protein shortages. Is this true? I was like, I just wrote back. I was like, bro, stock up now. Cause maybe we should talk about it on here because protein is going through. So we, I know we've, we've, we, last week, we have talked about it, but like, you know, we're seeing cost increases of 70%. Like our, our foundation two pound, for example, uh, increased 70%. So, um, so everyone is aware September 1, we decided we're doing it. We're, we have to raise our prices. Yep. So September 1 is the date. So if you're a retailer and you buy from us, you will still honor our pricing before that. So, you know, get what you can now. We actually have to ration our protein at this right, point. Like, because, like, we've had people that want to literally wipe out, literally, like, our entire protein inventory uh, for Amazon and for other reasons. Um, and we just, we, we can't do that because we have such good partnerships with all our vendors that we want to be fair. So we didn't do that, and uh, but we are allocating out protein at the current pricing. Um, and then if you are a direct-to-consumer um, follower of us, September 1, there will, there will be a significant price increase in protein. And just know that it pains us to do it, but we have to. Like, we have bills that we have to pay. We have to be able to make money. We're not in business to lose money. So... But just know we ate significant margin. Not only we weren't even trying to stay margin percentage um, neutral. We, you know, we're not even staying dollar neutral. If that makes sense, right? I think I talked about this last week. Um, we're actually we make less money per protein, even though we are increasing the price of like let's say a five pound tub for twenty bucks. We're making less per tub than we did before. So we are eating just a ton. So. Uh, it is coming to everyone. This isn't just us. Um, you know, we may not be a hundred million dollar company, but we have the same contacts and this deal with the same people that, you know, the huge guys in our industry deal with and everyone, you know, we have that same buying power and everyone is going to get these price increases. Um, just a thought, are you guys going to bring ARN products to CoreSight like you have America Labs and America Energy. No. So we wouldn't do that for a couple of reasons. One is, so I'm the sole owner of Core America Labs, America Energy. Arms Race Nutrition, Julian is my partner in that. Uh, so that would, I don't know if that really matters, but the, the real thing is, is we have an exclusive partnership with um, uh, GNC. So the only place that you can buy Arms Race product is on the Arms Race website and GNC. Yep. And the nutrition corners. Because that I worked that into the original negotiation. There there might be a way to you because you own the website. Yeah, and then and then Core would it. just pay arms race. Right. But as if <laughs> it, it's it's not really worth it, right? No, because like, then Core becomes more of a distributor website. Right. Right. Which would just be it's I mean, it's already a little weird as it is, but uh we, we do recognize that <laughs> we do overlap in customers. So so um that's the upsta updates here. The gym is coming along. We have people walking in every day. I've started training there. Um, training there for the first great. time today. Yeah. Killed yourself. Yeah. It I came in. Good. You guys were literally drenched. Like, it felt so I was good. like, what the hell happened here? So uh, I'm going to PT like here in 10, 15 minutes. So, that's, so I've finally feel like we've made some really good progress with dry needling and doing some things. And I'm feeling, I can feel... I feel a lot better even training legs, like gripping onto things. Good. Um, how long? Are you, how often are you going to dry needling? Uh, so it started Thursday, and then I have two sessions this week, two sessions next week. And I was only seeing him. It started Thursday. So I've been I've been going to this physical therapist for the past month. Oh, is that months. different? No, the same physical therapist. Okay. But when we started, it was a troubleshoot of exercise. What can you do? And yeah. he he made me recognize that like. Yeah, you've been sulking and doing nothing. Yeah, and just quit being a little bitch. You've been running and <laughs> trying to avoid exercise that hurts it, when in reality, you need to actually do exercises that are going to make it stronger and yes. benefit it. So he made that realization for me. And then I came back to him last week. I'm like, hey, look, dude, like, 
these exercises are great. I'm getting better, but the pain is just there still. Um, and I want to ex- I want to speed up this process. So I don't know if that's coming to you more doing uh, dry needling, or if you have somebody recommend like an orthopedic, so I can go and maybe potentially look at another cortisone shot, or if I can look at PRP, or like I, I need to take another step here. So he was he kind of was like, well, let's just let's just dive into the the needling. So he actually for the first time started working on me. And he discovered that it's a lot of my pronation. So coming over here this way is where it torques into the epicondyle. Yeah. So doing this is where all the tightness is, which makes total sense, right? You're flexing your bicep curls, uh-huh. or, you know, for, for the competition. So he needled a ton, like, in this area. Oh, dude, I hate needling. And, it uh, works, but I hate it. Uh, and it's... So how he's look. needled you once. Just one so, session, so. Okay. But I feel better after that, and. Uh, you got a bunch on the books. Yeah, I got yeah. a bunch on the books, and then I train legs, very intense with Dave for the first, like, I've been going to the gym at Flex, but I haven't <laughs> been pushing, I've been trying to push myself, but not crazy. Yeah. Today, I felt like, all right, this crushed Coliseum, I felt the intensity with even yep. me, me and him in there, and it was good. Word. So, That's I'm excited. Good. Glad. Hopefully, yeah. you, you turn a quarter. I know. So. Still shooting for September 1st for the gym. Uh, we had our leadership conference here last week, which was awesome. Uh, really good. I started, I was telling Steph about the, the speakers. So one of the guys was the guy who invented the flaming hot Cheetos. He was, the, he was, my favorite. He was unbelievable. He gives yeah. me, gave me chills. He was this Hispanic guy who literally started as a janitor and was changing the trajectory of his family's legacy because they were all great pickers. And then he decided to go be a janitor at Frito-Lay. And one time the CEO sent a video out to everyone in the 70s basically saying, I want you all to act like a CEO or an owner, right? And he went home and told his wife that. And basically he's like, I don't know what it means, but I'm going to do it. And uh, long story short, he invented the Frito-Lay and he just called up the CEO and got a meeting with him and he pitched it. And now it's like a $2 billion a year uh, skew. And he's like VP of Frito-Lay and, you know, he's just rolling it. But he was hilarious. He was great. And then the other one that really hit me was the, the woman who... Uh, the the cosmetic woman who was like overweight and had like bad skin and she developed the cosmetic line to hide the the skin issues and she was told no and no and no and no and no on every pitch and finally she got the opportunity to pitch somebody a big company and the answer was no and she asked why in tears and they basically said because nobody's going to want to buy cosmetics from somebody that looks like you she was a little overweight a little heavy I mean, that's so f***ed up. Yeah. It's so f***ed up. I mean, like, that guy is such an asshole. Um, anyway, so, uh, and then basically, long story short, she got uh, finally got a shot after five years or something. They were about to go broke. They had to sell 6,000 units in QVC in 10 minutes, and they and they actually did it. And they everyone told her to uh, bring on, like, these models and all this, and she said no. So she went on herself and literally just took her makeup off. Because she's like a real person. Like she bought an old lady and a kid and something like, you know, people that are going to use it and sold it all out. Long story short, she sold for $1.2 billion to L'Oreal, became the first C- female C- uh, CEO there for like three years. And now she's probably, I think she's, she's out of there. And she's like, just probably speaking. She's just speaking and rolling around in $1.2 billion. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but it was an amazing um, leadership conference. And we had a, a quite a unique group of people here because we this was the first time we kind of opened it up to some of our uh, friends, yeah. you know, just kind of our friends to come who weren't necessarily uh, employees, um, but also ran businesses. And so it was great for them. And then we also had some people who were being thrust into a leadership role because we had some people leave and we invited them. Unfortunately, we had about five man, four or five managers that couldn't make it because they couldn't get store coverage, and that's part of the deal. You can only come for three days and have fun with us if you can manage your store. <laughs> so, and some people haven't been able to do that, whether it's uh, not hiring the right help or, or whatnot. So um, hopefully next year we have all the managers, and you know we have, we're about to open our 11th store this weekend. I think we should talk about that for a minute. So Norfolk Nutrition Corner will be our second nutrition corner in uh, a One Life Fitness. I think this one is going to be awesome too. Um, the the Greenbrier one has been very profitable already. So um, I'm excited because I think this if this one goes well, you know we could potentially roll out into 50 clubs. And we're already talk in talks with Gold's Gym about rolling out a store into Gold's Gym and showing 
the success of our concept. So, um, opportunity. And it's really, it's, it it is growing, which is a little bit where like one of the, one of the business pieces of advice that I picked up this year was always march at a 20 mile a day pace. So the long story short is like, even if it's a rainy day, you still walk that 20 miles. If you're trying to walk across the country, right? You have to walk that because, um, you got to push through. And on the sunny days when you could walk 40 miles, you still got to walk 20 miles. And to me, that is the most discipline action that is the hardest thing to follow because like when things are going well you want to just like go all in right and then we made the mistake in 2016 opening four stores um in a very in a very not immature in a little immature we were just excited right because we could because we could at the time we had and we we just turned i feel like we with the crew we had in 2015 me included like we turned a yeah, yeah, and it was a. Um, we are a much different company now, a totally. m- much more m- con- uh, mature, and so like we can and we have the infrastructure to do that. Right. So this will be our s- second. second store this year, maybe three. And we're working on. I go visit a Mooresville location tomorrow, and then we're also potentially working on Carl's going to Gold's Gym tomorrow. So there could be four again, four or five this year, right? Which and, is uh, we're going to throw a store in the Crush Coliseum, and there'll be a little store in the Crush Coliseum. So, so um, store. but yeah, so like that's like I go back to is is like, are we walking more? Are we walking thirty miles this this year? I don't know. I, I, how do you know that? Yeah. I guess when you really feel stretched too thin, like I don't know, like because twenty miles back then was a really long. A really long walk. Twenty miles now is not. We're a different person. Got so more like, endurance. So yeah. like, I feel like now it could be. It should be like a thirty mile walk every day, regardless yeah. of what. Right. So it's like. Is there in, I, in that was in a book, right? Yeah, that was in. Um, was there a reference of like, if you become stronger or have more endurance, can you up your up your distance? Or didn't touch on that. It was no. just the the discipline. I'd like to af uh, uh, I'd like to ask Jim Collins that. So anyways, the leadership conference was awesome. Um, we got to hang out here and party a little bit Thursday night. And uh, <laughs> we got to see Carl in rare form. And Doug in <laughs> rare form. And me in oh, rare yeah. form. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You guys together. If I'm this high, bro. then Tucker is this horny. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> We should have you should have filmed them all night. I know, I know. I have I already have some Dude. great classic cuck in rare form videos. Yeah. Like the carry the karaoke. Oh yeah, you the, still have the that? Asian karaoke. Yeah, but that's probably racist. Just because he's it's he's singing in an Asian accent. So like <laughs> I'm just kidding, dude. Don't get me going. Um, so uh, there's that, and then there's the one where he was kind of talking about last time we were together and we were in Ohio, Let's but you were there, the but you weren't there right? because you were on your phone. And now we're doing it again, but we're high. <laughs> <laughs> this time we're high. We're not drunk. <laughs> oh, man, Carl. So there was some of that going on. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. Cigars. Uh, Frank put on a cigar education. Yep. Um. Dude, I forget what I smoked that night, but it was amazing. And then I smoked, <laughs> and then I smoked the Cornelius on the way home. Dude, I think you had event. a triple header because I saw you smoking one on Sunday on your stories I too. Did. Not, you had yeah. drinking a beer and smoking a cigar, a Cavalier. Yeah, I did, but that was Sunday. So Thursday night, none on Friday, oh. one on Saturday, one on Sunday. Oh, so almost a triple header. I I feel like I'm gonna be a cigar smoker. Like, Bro, you already are. No, <laughs> like, yeah, like more frequent. So, you know, at one point in time, I was like, man, like, you taste it in your mouth. You get that, you know, like, but now I could smoke, I could smoke a cigar every day. Well, you smoked two in a row. That was, that was one and a half because I was like, was I one deserve, and a half? You sure? I, I only got through this, the one, because I just, it was a smaller one. So I was like, you know what? I deserve at least a half of the other one. So I smoked one and a half. Yeah. Because it was a good three weeks since I had one. The last time we smoked was whatever you need to do. To uh, I, that's what I said, yeah, yeah. and you guys all said I deserved it. So I was like, "Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. getting in here." I thought we were doing a cigar tasting. Well, I thought oh, we you were tasted too. All up in that. I, I didn't know how that was going to work. Well, you just. But anyways, anyway, so but my point is like, yeah, I can smoke whenever, but I actually like I consciously don't because they're not. Even though you're not inhaling, they're just not the greatest thing for you. Like I'm going to be honest, uh, and Frank watches the show. Like Frank's got a nicotine problem. 
Like, bro. He, he smokes a lot of cigars and he's vapes. Does vape well, that. dude, he was telling his story. So why he vapes? Because he he was a cigarette smoker and he okay. stopped. Okay. And then he started smoking cigars and now he's a cigar broker for a living and um, hopefully opening a cigar shop, which would be cool, which is a whole other for a whole other conversation. Um, so, but he started when he got into the cigar business, he got up to 12 cigars a day. Wow. Can you imagine? That, like, I could probably do one cigar a day or one cigar every other day, but like. Because this take you a lot of smoke, too. At least 30 yeah. minutes. Unless you're. Uh, yeah, unless so you're six, six hours. So, smoking. like, literally, you're smoking a cigar all day long. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. So then he said he was like, he realized that, yeah, that's not good. He has to do something. So, like, that's how I got into the vape. Which is just weird too. Which is like, so it's helped him a little bit, but still, it's. He's got a raspy. He's got a raspy voice. Got a smoke cigar. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we got to get into the question. All right, I gotta leave in like ten minutes. All right, well we we're good. We're good. We covered a lot. Somebody asked, "What is our favorite piece of equipment at the Coliseum?" You can't do just one. Like you gotta at least break it down by the body part. And I feel like we have. eh, Did we do this? So we haven't uh, the Avenger leg press, which we haven't received yet. Um, I think is going to be my favorite. Really? Yep. See, I don't. I've used it once, probably like 2016, like long. The AVF, the, the AF, AFS is pretty cool too. So I used that today. So, and then I used the Cybex one-legged. I did it with one leg. Oh, you did that? Cybex squat press. Squat press. Did you do that today? You did that after your crazy. Set. After the crazy, I did a uh, ham tractor superset with one. Ooh, oh, dude, you're gonna be hurt. <laughs> I was shaking. The ham tractor is so good. I like it that. is good. It feels it's ham really tractor. Good. You like that? Yeah, I like Can't it. Tell me how you like that. I like it. Oh. Meat Brigade! Yeah, you like that? I think POV's right here. POV? Yeah. You like that? All right. Um, so, are we yep. picking favorites? Questions. No, well, I was just, well, I just answered mine. Mine, I think, is going to be the Avenger. Well, I can only really train legs right now. So, uh, how do I carry a hack squat? It's just so comfortable. For and me. we're going to get that powder coated oh oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the backup on that yeah. here we go this is a good question All right. uh setting expectations and holding employees accountable meet with meet with them weekly monthly etc so the question i guess is how do you set expectations and hold employees accountable do you meet with them weekly monthly so that's one thing that i'm not good at is formal performance evaluations, right? Like, cause I think part of the, uh, part of what, um, because as I talked about last week, I have so much other shit to do. That's one of the things that gets missed. Cause we don't have a formal review process. It's all, it's real time. It's, it's like the school of hard knocks is real time learning. What I would say is the best thing to do if you can get to the point, And I feel like we're getting there, right. Is, uh, the expectations are not just set by me. They're set by the culture, right? So like, I don't have to personally set the expectations. If we have a new guy coming on and you already have a half a dozen people here that are living the crush it lifestyle that are following your core values, um, that are performing right the way that they should be performing even if it's a different job, you shouldn't have to set the expectations for those people, right? Like it's, it's the culture will set the expectations right. for the people. So like today I got into uh, the box truck and there was the four empty energy drinks and shit all over it, right? Like, and I sent a picture to Pat because I didn't want to be the guy yelling at somebody for that. I, and I'm not mad, but it's just like, that's not our culture. So I sent it to Pat and then Pat talked to somebody who took ownership of it because they wanted to. And that's, because they've seen other people do that. And then how it looks from my perspective is like, hey, dude, like, look, I drove it. Dave drove it. You drove it. We've all driven it. That was my piece of trash. That was somebody else's piece of trash. Nope. No, we're all at fault, you know? Right. So, like, it, it was not coming down on one individual. Yeah, no. He was like, no, but I want to own the, the vehicles. So, like, I got it, you know? Yeah. He understood. So, anyway, so that – I know that's not a direct answer, but um, – you know, that's the way that we've kind of morphed to, um, you know, not, not out of necessarily design, but I think it works well. I feel like we could spend a lot of time here. Uh, well, well, so that that's why very soon we are, we are in our podcast room, but not the final version of it. Very soon we will be starting the boss status podcast. 
where regular guests will be Kenton uh, talking about industry stuff and Carl talking about industry stuff, but more so along the lines of um, life. life and what he is seeing from the retail side and how um, the younger generation of our employees and the, the, the things that he has to deal with. Because it's a little different than what we deal with. We deal with a lot. We deal I, with I don't more. Know if you saw your text. You read it. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, uh, no, no. Um, no, 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 no. It's definitely a no, no. Let me see. Bro, bro. Uh. Do do do. I mean, it's. I'm not surprised. Oh, no. Yeah, well, we knew that. We already knew those were coming, right? Uh, I didn't really know. Oh yeah, we did. Oh, I, didn't oh, I did. Oh, oh, I already did. knew. No, I did. Uh, no, yeah, we've had talks. I, and I. Well, even Carl had just found out, so I thought it was. No, 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 no. We, we've known, oh. and that was the whole reason why. So, so in addition, so we have a really good. We opened up a position for a regional manager in the Northern Virginia, which is a high salary paying, but has to be an alpha leader, and. We found person on a phone interview and a resume that looks amazing. So we're going to bring them in for two days to have them hang out in the Northern Stores with Carl. Right. I knew that. So that's a, that's a huge positive for us because we're trying something. We're going to try something different with the Northern Stores. Gotcha. So, but if anyone is but interested in becoming a part of the Nutrition Corner team, the family, and have management experience or would like to have management experience, we are still looking. Because we are growing, it is hard. I mean, anyone in retail will say the hardest thing is the people, is finding good people to get on the bus and stay on the bus, right? Um, well, especially because, I, like, we've had great, we have, we have so many examples of people that have started low on the bus and have made a career out of it, right? Like, have, have gone to their spot where they need to be, where, they, where they're meant to be in life. And, um, I think people expect that to happen too fast. Well, it's a problem. Like it's not going to happen in one year. I want to, I want to immediately blame it's a generation thing. You know, we're an impatient generation, but I also, it's beyond that. You know, it's, it's, uh, it it comes down to a personality, a personal problem. Right. Um, I'm, so I started a new note here. It's called ball status and I'm going to star, culture i think a culture conversation would be awesome should talk about um, like instant gratification and how so right. many people expect and that's where that. impatient yeah and that, like our generation like we grew up instant messaging you know like everything we grew up with that now yeah. the generation behind us is growing up with even swipe. we had to wait they get, they get out of the birth canal swipe yeah. you know yeah and and we had to wait like 15 seconds to dial a phone number remember we had to go whoosh, Wait, you, this is no, right. I know what that's so before your time. A rotary phone. Like, yeah. I grew up with a rotary phone where it's like, yeah, like, and then you got the cord, the long ass cord. Yeah. <laughs> Walking around. Bro, the house. I thought I was such hot shit when, like, for one of my birthdays, I don't know if it was my 14th or something like that, I got, like, a digital, not, yeah, I guess a digital, like, a, what's the one where the, you just push the, the buttons? buttons? Yeah. yeah. In my room. Oh, man. Like, it was lit. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Will you guys offer local pickup for Core Nutritional before Crush the Coliseum? So we already do. Okay. So if you order on the website, you leave a note, if you want to come pick it up here, you can pick it up here and we can refund you your shipping if you paid for it. Right. So just, we already do. Cool. We already do. Yeah. Everyone's asking, can I come here and get protein? This will be a lot easier once the, we have a mini store in the gym where you can come and grab all your stuff too. All right. We didn't get a ton of questions. Ooh. All right, this is my page. Do you have a favorite cigar at the moment? Mm. I like that Island Gym. The Island Gym is one of my all-time favorites. And uh, the Particus, the Cuban Particus that I get, have never let me down. I don't remember what it was. It was a, I like the squares. Yeah. Squared off ones. It was yeah. a stallion. It was a, ca- a Cavalier. Cavalier. Like, I think. Yeah, it was good. I thought. Um, what inspired the stash? Uh, I don't know. Just did it. I've been always, I always think about doing wild stuff with my facial hair. And I finally had like Sam excited about it. So I'm like, I'm doing it. And then, <laughs> then it stuck and Doug gave me a haircut to start a mullet. I, I need to trim that up soon. Yeah. We'll keep it. Next week, we'll trim fresh. it up. On the show? 
Hell yeah. We can, I mean, it was segment. only like a 30-second like speed, yeah. so we can do it to keep the people... It would be like the growth of the mullet. Yeah. You just, but you can't Back cut there. anything else. It's only around the ears, and then it's going to be lit. Oh, and then uh, the stash just keeps going. Yeah, so you can twist them. Oh, uh, yeah. So David Dodgel came on here and uh, said, stay and build something. That was his favorite line of the... He keeps calling it the GLC. Global Leadership Conference. I guess that's what it's coming. Summit. Yeah. Same thing. It's GLS. See, we know it is GLS. I gotcha. But, uh, yeah, state. He pronounces S with C, like, you know. <laughs> like sick. Like doodrill instead of dodrill. Doodrill. Uh, yeah, so that was, um, that's a good line. And very re- much related to. I like how Craig Rochelle always has these acronyms. Like Longest. The Pucket. Duck in the Puck. Puck was this, and then two years ago. Getmo. Was Getmo. Getmo was a great It was one. interesting. There was one, uh, somebody spoke kind of against that, saying um, too many people decide it's good enough. Yes, I did notice that. Yeah, I picked that up. Um, But kind of in different context. Right, yeah. Yeah. All right, last thing. Um, It's kind of political. Military is going mandate for the vaccine. What are your thoughts? I mean, my immediate thoughts are, I don't think that's right. But, because I really think it should be a personal choice. Now, with that being said, I will say that, you know, there are some other mandatory vaccines right for certain things like you know that the military have to take if they're going to go over and fight in certain areas right there are mandatory vaccines this one's a little different is there anything uh is there any of these vaccines that can be uh approved not to get it through medical or religious exemption which i'm pretty sure there is i i don't know i don't know the answer to that um so I, I love how Rob Bailey puts it when he talks about this stuff. He says, I'm pro-freedom, right? I'm pro-freedom. And so I'm, so I'm pro-freedom. Now, the, the argument is like when your freedom impinges on my, my freedom, that's when it becomes an issue, potentially. So the argument would be it's a, it's a, it's a point of um, public health. And I just listened to something yesterday that said, if we go down the line of mandating vaccines for everyone, there really isn't precedent that much stuff that we're, we, that people can do about it other than just literally f- like physically resist. But the legal precedent for it is when, when you start making it a public health concern, that trumps pretty much everything else. So if they make that argument, which I don't believe they have that like this, stand on with this disease, no, right? Not with the data. Not with the data of the disease. I don't think it is like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, so, like, that's, that's, a, that's a tough one. I mean, my, my first thing is, like, yeah. I mean, that's really tough because if they're going to go after, like, manda- mandating it for kids. I saw a really good Candace um, Owens did a really good piece talking to mothers about, um motherly instinct and just when is enough enough and when you have to stand up like all the science is pointing to you that your kids should not have masks on there's there's a there's developmental things that are happening that are far worse than this very 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 small percentage chance that you could die yeah. you're you have just as good a chance to be get hit by a bus on the way there than you do to die of covid right. from that so um and it was talking to parents so like i was really thinking about it like it was funny so one of the babysitters that we have um, down here for like our Friday night day nights came over on Friday. She went back to school already. She's in Mooresville High School, not Lake Norman High School where our kids go. Okay. So it's Mooresville uh, More East, City, right? right? She went back to school last Monday, four days without a mask. Friday, they mandata- mandated masks. And so now there's these rallies going on there to kind of like, what the heck? But how crazy is that? Yeah. So, like, I thought it was, like, an Iredell Statesville school, like, the whole the, the whole county. Well, is that because it's but I think it still went down to uh, maybe school decision. I know we haven't received anything saying they're going to take away the optional mask thing. But the question comes down to what do we do as parents if Jackson's going to have to wear a mask in second grade? That's a tough decision. And she was saying, well, people say, I work and I do all this. And I said... And basically her thing was like, find a way. If you knew your kid was going to have lasting 
you know, if you knew your kid was going to, you know, had a tumor, you're going to find a way to pay for that surgery. Yeah. Right. So this is like, we're at the same point. So like, I, I really wonder, like, what do we do? Do I, do we literally pull them and find a pod and do homeschool because of over the mask? Like I, I would say absolutely. Yes. Uh, so he might Sam just, he just, just, he just might mount up in a, one of these offices here. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, they only need, you know, like I've, I'll, Sam and I talk about this a lot and you know, if it would come down to it, we had kids right now, we would definitely pull and we would be homeschooling and we might have to unfortunately find a way to take, somebody needs to take less hours to make that, to make that work. Um, but th the more research you do on homeschooling, kids really only need like a couple hours a day of direct attention on something. Yep. All the rest of it should be developmental, right? Like yep. social skills. So find other kids that are homeschooling, find pods, right? right. And do those things. And, and there are, a lot, there's a lot of that. And what, one of the things that are happening now is they're hiring teachers. So maybe Jackson finds five buddies and we literally hire Dave's wife and can pay her more from five or six families that would otherwise maybe have to do private school or homeschool, pay her more than she would make in public school. Yeah. And she's responsible for the teaching the second grade to those five kids. And it would be better for her, yeah. right? Than going yeah. to driving 45 minutes to public school. Yeah. So like there's, there's ways. So the point is there's ways to make that happen. And I think I'm at a point where if they would make them wear a mask, I don't think I would let Jackson go or make yeah. him wear a mask. Yeah. Or, or there is ways to get, uh, medical and religious exemptions. So like he would get one. Yeah. So anyways, right. somebody just said something in Nova. We're doing mass five days a week. It's mandatory. And that is why we're no longer in Northern Virginia. <laughs> Not exactly, but, but on the weekends uh, you can like, you that's, know, that's a bonus. Board. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just I like, saw a bunch of memes that's why they like, close bars at 11 o'clock. Cause it usually comes out at midnight. Here's the elite. And it was a picture of Obama's party. Yeah. You know, hugging and kissing and having fun. And then, <laughs> Here's your public schools, and it's kids in masks. That's crazy. I don't know. Hey, did you hear uh, Cuomo just resigned? Yeah. That's, that's great. Hope he goes <laughs> to jail next. Yeah, hope he goes to jail next. All right, guys. We're starting to get, get a little political here. Maybe that's <laughs> our time. to. We'll save that for a whole other podcast. We probably will have to put it on a different uh, so we'll have channel. Subdates. Yeah, this will turn uh, into subdates. This will be subdates. Yeah. It was... That'll be the fun banter. Then we'll have boss status, which we're going to be focused. We're going to, I'm going to have to learn how to write because we're going to write some stuff <laughs> planned. I only read in chapters. So I might have Maybe to start reading. He's going to have to home. You're going to have to homeschool. I'm going to have to homeschool for a month. Yeah. Only Sam need, will homeschool only you. an hour a day. <laughs> and then we'll have, uh, rants. Politicking. 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 Political rant. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if we want to no, go no. down there. Politicor. Anyways, guys, we appreciate you all for following. As always, till next time, keep crushing it. Thank you for listening to another episode of Ask the Boss, featuring Doug Miller and Patrick Medifies Me. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast and checked out our other social media platforms, please do. Also, be on the lookout for the next episode. And last but not least, keep crushing it. <laughs>